Welcome to The Edutainment Show, a podcast like no other where you'll find raw, insightful and authentic conversations with our digital influencer and entrepreneur friends. Presented by Guilt Free Media, I am your host, Natasha Vilaseka. Welcome to part four, the final part of our episode with Max Klemenko. For those of you who don't know who he is, he runs a social impact agency and specializes in viral content. Now in this part, we're actually going to be introducing a game called Flip the script alongside discussing Max's future plans and next steps. So soak it all in, take notes, and as always, enjoy. Okay, let's just go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready. Hey guys, welcome to... Hello everyone. This is Max here taking over the show with the flip the script section. Quick questions, quick answers. Ready? Ready. Let's go. What's the most useless talent that you have? I'm really good at cartwheels. Like, really good. Okay. But I don't think that's a talent. Yeah, but you can't... It is a talent. But you can't really show. Can we play the um, cartwheel that she's going to do later on? Okay. Thank you very much. Summer or winter? Summer. Summer. If you had a stripper name, what would it be? Natasha. Yeah, I was going to say my name's Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity crush, you can't say Max. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, God damn it. <laughs> I don't really fancy celebrity... Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Who's that? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. You know him? Oh, Jake... <laughs> If you ever watch this, hit me up. Jake, <laughs> hit me up too, just in case. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you could be any animal, what would you be? I really like otters. What was your best drop the mic moment? When you said yes to coming on the show. <laughs> I would have said yes, you knew this. Anyways, good answer, but it's not. It's not. Um, what terrible movie do you love? I have good taste in movies. What can no, I? Don't. Yeah. I d- okay. Lion name King. a movie that you love. Lion King. Pan's Labyrinth is an incredible movie. What? It's also like critically acclaimed. Pan's Labyrinth. El Labirinto del Fauno by Guillermo del Toro. He's a Mexican director. I don't remember watching it. Would you rather never have sex again? Oh no. Or, never have a good night's sleep again. <laughs> Because I was going to say, if I never have a good night's sleep, that the good sex is going to make me sleep well anyway. But like... It's difficult when you have neither. Can I say it for 12 months? <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard because I have neither right now. <laughs> it is sad, but like, it's all in your control. It's okay. Just, just take a breather. Let's say, probably... I mean, you can't go without a good night's sleep. Oh, never have sex, not just good sex. Just Is it sex. not for tw- forever? Emily, you've really like put me in a difficult position here. Um, I'm going to say never have sex again because I've forgotten what it feels like anyway. Um, and sleep's important to like have work and make money and do everything else. Okay. What would you say? What's your answer? No, because it says never had a good night's sleep. Okay. I don't have to have a good night's sleep. I just need to have sleep. But it says never have sex. Any sex. Okay, last task. This is back to the creativity trick that I shared earlier in the show or later in the show, depending on the edit. Um, tell the story of our first encounter in person only using words that start with letter F. Fuck. <laughs> this is not true. This is not true. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Wait. 
Fun. Fun? Fist, fist, really difficult. <laughs> okay, but then what does it actually start? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> One sec. Friends found four. Four. Friends found. This is really hard. Yeah, I was gonna say, can no. you actually show me how that even is possible? Okay, so how how I would say it is, I would say foot because I walked there. Oh. Friends. Yeah. Fun Facebook because on Instagram we met. And I also said, like Yoda, because like on Instagram we met. <laughs> yeah. But you, you got it, right? You, you got the... Um... I thought you had to actually tell the story with, like, connective, like, everything. Yeah, but you haven't actually tried to do that. Yeah, just F is a little bit tricky. Yeah, why did you do that to me? It was an example. I didn't know Emily was going to say, okay, let Natasha do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you cried three times already on the podcast. You're wonderful. And because you're so wonderful, I wanted to ask you more questions to get some more wonderful answers. Mm-hmm. It's called We're Not Really Strangers, like this game. And there's three different levels to the card game. I took the second level out because the question's more interesting. Okay. It's called Connection. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you, like, we'll see how long the answers are, but I'll ask you, like, five to ten questions. First okay. question. What are you still trying to prove to yourself? Um, okay, cool. So I think that for me, for some reason, I really want... So it's like, it's weird when you get followers because then it's like weird. Everyone gets weird. So I'm trying to prove to myself that I would be able to do what I do without the followers. So it's like as if like there is no social media. And I'm still able to, to do it because it's like if you imagine someone in the 70s building an agency, someone in the 70s doing what I do, it's like that wasn't there and it was just this raw skill. Like there's some kind of, um, I don't know, th- like that kind of format mm-hmm. without the socials and that kind of amplifier of what you do for some reason. And I think this is why I run an agency. I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't wouldn't have otherwise I would have chosen something else to do it's just like to prove to myself that it's like you know it's not just the image over substance I can actually do real work um so yeah I think that's what I'm trying to prove to myself that it's like it has nothing to do with the weird world of how people follow other people Mm -hmm. um but more to do with like me as a person what would your younger self not believe about your life today I think it's just like like how I think how like chilled out I have become like lately like I have this thing of like I'm much more relaxed and like for a long time I was really like you know as a person and I think maybe it's like like maturity the fact that I use the word maturity <laughs> is mature it's like it's like something that I would be like mature like what mm-hmm. like us maturity also responsibility i think it's like how responsible i've become over things uh responsibility was never like my strong suit i always used to forget stuff and like not attend to things that need attending 
So I think that's probably. Question number three is what lesson took you the longest to unlearn? Oh my God, these questions, what? <laughs> okay, the longest to unlearn. Yeah. Um, you know, there is this saying, mm -hmm. uh, you can't sit your ass in two toilets. Mm -hmm. You have this saying in the UK? No. We have this saying. So. It's like basically the same as like, uh, if you chase two rabbits, there's one like this, like you won't catch. Yeah, like, like that cool. thing. Like, I think you can sit your ass on two toilets quite easily. Like, if you have a big enough ass. Logically, yeah. If you yeah, so it's like, you know, kind of don't do two things at the same time. Everyone kept repeating this to me mm -hmm. when I was a kid. Like, focus on one, focus on one. And, like, I understand it on one side. It's like, for example, if I were doing investing a lot and someone would come to me and say I have this business, but also have, like, three others, I wouldn't invest in that person. At the same time, for myself, it's like I see people doing a few things really well. And like a few things like professionally, like a hedge fund and a fashion brand, a role as an agency and a lifestyle nutrition brand, like those kind of things. And I feel like, like there's no reason why we can't do a few things at the same time. And I think for a long time, I thought to myself, like, I have to focus one thing, one thing, one thing, like a woodpecker, just like same point until success. Um, so... Yeah, I think you can do a few things. And I've learned that, you know, I've seen people do it successfully. So I kind of got inspired to also try. Amazing. Amazing. I'm learning so much today. Next question. I think this is question number four. Do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? No. What do you think the difference is between the two images? Like how do you see yourself and how do you think um, other people see you? I mean, I think, for example, like, I mean, there is layers there's like social media image in real life even though i think i don't know like i wonder what am i similar to how i portray myself online yeah i can probably give you like a good yeah. answer for this um one side thing which is actually quite interesting which relates to this answer is it's i think it's japanese have a saying they have said we might have talked about this before and they say that every person has three different faces so they have mm -hmm. like three masks one mask is the one that you show the rest of the world. So like mm -hmm. the mask that most people see. The second mask is the one that you show to like friends, family, loved ones, people closest to you. And then the third mask is the one that you only ever see yourself. Like no one ever sees it and it's like the truest form of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I would say you're pretty much like the same. Like, okay, like all of your content online seems to be very in line with your authentic self. And I think that's a really good, I guess like goal or way for people to position themselves. I think a lot of people think, well, what do other people want? And they try and provide that instead of thinking, who am I? Mm -hmm. And who can I serve with the knowledge and the value and the personality that I already have? Like, how can mm -hmm. I just magnify that and make it work? I think the content that you create and what you teach and what you talk about and how you make people feel like emotionally through your videos and your content, mm -hmm is the same way that I feel when I'm around you and okay, we hang out. Really nice. No, it's like one of the best compliments ever. Like it's, I think yeah, it's I mean, like in- I'm supposed to say that like, no. you can't just brand your compliment as one of the best ever. <laughs> anyway. Wait, how good is that compliment? Yeah, no, it was really good. Yeah, I think- No, it's a good thing. I think like so. Like one, one thing, yeah, I try to be, you know, I think for example, like on social media, I don't share the fact that I uh, like drink alcohol although like I do show like this is the wine sometimes I post videos when I'm drunk let's say but and I had someone say to me like oh I expected you not to drink at all she was like I thought I was gonna c come here and just not 
order a cocktail and if i do you would like shout at me like what are you doing what about your productivity and like your mental fitness really? like art, okay. that stuff and it's like i just thought to myself it's just i don't share it because i don't want anyone to emulate this yeah but at the same time i don't hide it like i don't hide that like i have fun and like i don't work absolutely all the time um that type of stuff and also what i've heard is that i'm not as much of a like like uh kind uh kind of like overall always happy like people serve in person uh, obviously as everyone i'm also selfish and i also can be like harmful and say things and like make people feel bad because in my content i don't but when it comes to like relationships stuff like that um yeah of course i can't be the same like person so how many people do you think you've ever experienced that with because like when you say vulnerability it's like a scary place for a lot of people and a yeah. lot of people they might experience it once with like their first love and then if they get hurt or like things don't do well they're like well mm. my body just learned that if i do this which is like being vulnerable pain comes afterwards like mm. they learn this kind of like conditioning like association whatever it is do you think you've experienced that with many people not with many but with a few i'm pretty lucky in that way um i don't know i think it's super sad when even if you have like the business and all of that stuff like if you've never fallen in love i feel like the life like you might as well just it's very sad but like it's something that everyone should experience so i've been lucky very lucky i think that i've probably been more lucky than they have why i don't know but I still have like very good thoughts and I tend to let people go pretty easily that's one thing that I think people take as offense um but it's just like I am very affectionate and I love connection love. Yeah. I love love and also like things around love a lot um and at the same time when it's over it's over and there is no situation of like pontificating, just thinking about it a lot and stuff like that. It's just like fall in love again. That's, I think a lot of people would be jealous that you're able to do that. Yeah, but I think it's also hard. Like I've been hurt, but it's just like, I'm, you know, it's okay. Do you remember like the first time you fell in love and the first time that you had heartbreak? No. <laughs> <laughs> um no first real like, like proper like no first like, like big yeah i remember the feeling do you what was it like do you remember, like because i can remember like the kind of like scenarios and like how it happened like the feeling and like can you like do you remember your experience of like first falling in love and being like i'm in love i remember there was like first kind of at school mm -hmm. um but i don't kind of take that i think i had later in university i had like a proper kind of experience and that's also when I've experienced rejection for the first time. The thing is, like, I handle rejection in an okay way. Um, but, like, when it comes to relationships, that was, like, my first experience. Mm -hmm. And so far, actually, last experience. I don't know, maybe I have somehow changed it so that I reject before I get rejected kind yeah. of thing. But I don't think so. It was just, like, just like she ended it uh, on Monday. She changed her mind on Thursday, but I was with someone else on Wednesday. Oh, shit. So I went, like, full-on toxic, like... Yeah. And I still do that when I'm, uh, like, after a breakup. 
kind of thing. Is that just like a coping mechanism? Because I think it's also like guys and girls deal with breakups. Yeah, it's also like a back, you know, backlog of like leads. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like you're in a relationship and you have these inbound leads that you reject. Then you're out of a relationship and it's like... Do you think that's like a a good way to do it? No, it's the horrible way to do it. It's a horrible way to do it. Um, I think it's a really bad way to do it. What's the best way to deal with a breakup? If you've ever... I don't know. Like a lot of people say like work on yourself. I really don't buy that because you can't really work on your... Like you discover yourself and improve yourself in a communication with other people. Like how can you just work on yourself? Like you sit down and just what? Like go to the gym or something. No, it's like meet new people, but like maybe don't go into the extreme of like... You can fill in the gaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, like, all this work stuff, like, do you have, like, an end goal that you're doing it for? Like, for you, is it for the long term you're going to be able to provide for your family? That might also be a culture thing. Um, yeah. Like, is it for a different end goal? Or is it just like, okay, you've got financial goals, I'm assuming, which you can tell me about. But aside from financial goals, why are you building everything? Like, is there a different end goal which does relate to the romantic stuff, and like having a partner and building a family? Okay, um, I think the goals are not around, of course, like, you know, in Ukraine, you kind of have to be a, like, but that's like a given. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, in where I'm from, a man who's not ambitious might as well be dead. It's not like, nothing's going to save you. Mm -hmm. Your looks are not going to save you, like, nothing. It's just like, that's the the quality that is most attractive and kind of sought after. Um, I think it's kind of different here. Even if you look at the dating shows in Ukraine and here, it's like, it's much more about like what they do and like how they are and stuff like that rather than what they look like. I don't know. I think Ukraine, they, they don't care, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, good, um, healthy. Anyways, so yeah, I think the I think the goal is that feeling of like fulfilled potential, you know, and like Thanos, have you watched Avengers? Yeah. It's like <laughs> sitting down and looking at the sunset upon a grateful universe. Yeah. But it's also like lifestyle, like I want to have a really luxurious lifestyle, um, be able to fly anywhere, see anyone as quickly as I can, um, be anywhere and for my family to, I yeah, guess, do the same. Yeah, I want a lot of kids also. How many kids do you think you want? Do you know? It used to be three, but now it's five. Yeah, <laughs> five kids. I know. I mean, some of them can be, oh, can no, be adopted also. I'm not looking for like a conveyor okay. <laughs> to just push. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's um, like, what about you? I'm really curious. Yeah, like, what's your end goal? My end goal in terms of, like, aside from financials. Oh, you're all about the money, aren't you? Of course. No, because you asked me about money before. Mm, What's your financial goal? Quickly, because I asked you, like, the two parts. Uh, I think I'm looking for... I think not more than 100 million net worth in my lifetime. If it happens to be more, that's great. Uh, if not, I'll be very happy with kind of tens of millions. I really, um, you know, last year I really wanted to be in Forbes 30 under 30 and I almost got my spot mm-hmm. and then someone else got it who I thought deserved it much more than me. Um, and I was really happy. So at, at a, a awesome yeah, like at a time, because I'm actually quite salty as a person. Really? I'm quite salty. I, I can't be like, ugh. but I was really happy. Like he really deserved it more than me and I'm That's happy amazing. that they judged it in this way. Um, what are my goals mm-hmm. in terms of like what am I not doing it for? Like, I think I know family. We've already spoken about financials. More like family, like long term. What am I doing like, it why for? Why you work? 
I was actually thinking about this last, I've thought, I've thought about it quite a lot, but I was thinking about this again last week and I've realized that we spoke about it a little bit earlier, like with the money stuff, you feel it, but it doesn't really matter. Like as soon as you've got the money that you need to have whatever mm. lifestyle, it's just a number. And then aside from that, like when you were explaining yourself, like I think I'm kind of similar to you and I love love, like I love cuddles. Yet you chose a good night's sleep not to ever have sex. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I don't have a partner to hug me and spoon me. I love sharing and like, I'm an only child, so that's kind of shocking, first of all. Second mm. of all, I was in, like, this is, I'm gonna just tell a story quickly. So a week and a half ago, I got an email from Garton Jones, who like the agents that let me the property and- This one. Yeah, the one that we're in. And then I got this email saying that the landlords wanted to reoccupy the apartment. And I was like, kind of sad, first of all, because like, I love this place. Like mm. it's the first time that I felt like I've got a base because I've moved around a lot. Like since I moved down to London, I probably lived in like nine or 10 different places. And I was looking out the window, like literally from my bedroom mm. and I was looking at the view. I was like, the view is beautiful. Like, I was like this, nice. I was like, I love this apartment and I love the view. And I'm like, I like, I pay for this myself. Like, you know, when you're having like a little moment where you're like, I've, this is mm. mine. Like, mm -hmm. it's actually me. Like I'm in here, like I've created this and I'm really like grateful that I'm here. This is actually kind of depressing. I was looking out the window and I was like, why does it not feel great? Like, I'm happy, but I'm not like really, really happy. Mm -hmm. And like, why is that? I was like, it's cause I don't have anyone like next to me looking out the view at the same time. And I was like, it'd be nice to have somebody. To come on the <laughs> so I went, Max, please come and talk to me. And I was just like, it would be nice to share it with someone. It sounds so cliche, mm -hmm. but I love the feeling of like having somebody to care about and like somebody that also cares about me. And like sharing that stuff means so much more than a paycheck or a nice view or whatever. And like, I'm happy by myself. Like I'm so happy that being alone, like I'm so comfortable being alone, mm -hmm. but I'm also so happy in a relationship. And I can't wait to meet like my person, you know? Like I, I can't wait to meet mm -hmm. somebody that has similar, uh, like not like it's not the same worldview, but like they have similar like long-term goals and values. The rest of the stuff in between doesn't really matter but I'm excited to build something with somebody else where they have a purpose or a passion or a goal. I have mine, maybe we have an overlap in some ways, maybe they're completely different, but watching somebody else and helping somebody else get there and achieve it whilst they do the same for me is so exciting to me. And like, I just like cuddles and kisses as well. <laughs> what a wholesome moment. Yeah. So yeah, definitely long-term, like I want, I want a partner, like I wanna have, kids like I want to be a mum but I also want to have an amazing business and I want to like have an impact whether it's on like one person's life or like a thousand like it doesn't matter how many people yeah. I don't I want to have like a bigger purpose and like a reason why and I think having somebody to share that with is what makes it special because at the end of the day the people that are there online like when you post like a photo or like a video and you get the compliments and the feedback it feels nice but you're in the room like alone, like there's thousands of people online with you, but like physically, mm -hmm. when there's no one there, it's not that great. So yeah, I think that's not my answer. Um, okay, so coming to the end, I feel like we've spoken about every single relevant topic under the sun. We're gonna start asking this question to every guest that we have on. Obviously you're our first ever guest okay. and the most special. So you're gonna get it first. 
what does success mean to you? Cash. <laughs> piles and piles of cash. I swim in it. I eat it. I tear it apart. And it's just everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> no, I'm no. No, I'm joking. Actually, that's like not 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 me at all. Um, success. Yeah, I'm really I'm really keen on this like fulfilled potential topic. Like, I really want to fulfill my potential as a I guess business person, as a creator, as a boyfriend, as a husband, as a father. Like that stuff. Like, I really don't want to feel like I left any loose ends. My biggest fear is like the fear of regret, which I think is kind of like ties yeah, into like not fulfilling regret potential. Yeah, because you don't want to have a look back and be like, I could have done more. Do you think, like, what does that look like? Because obviously like success, it's there's so many different variables to it, but you mentioned all the things that you did. Do you think you'll ever get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm good now. Like I'm I don't need now. to push anymore. I'm good now. Okay, cool. That's good. an important point to yeah. make, I think, because a lot of people are chasing the thing yeah. that they're never really going to get to. I think I am chasing, but at the same time, like I'm chasing, but at the same time, I feel good about myself. Like, I mean, I, I'm harsh to myself and all of those things. But at the end of the day, like, I love myself. I think just find a way to, to feel good about yourself in the moment. Because that will, will really, like, like help you. It doesn't mean, like, I don't think that there is a... Um, you have to reconcile, like, ambition and planning and chasing. Versus, like, being happy in the moment. Because I'm happy. Do you... Is it is that like a constant or like mm -hmm. are there moments? Because it's hard to like love yourself all the time. Like, have you always loved yourself, or have you had moments where you've maybe forgotten that if you had to like remind yourself? Um, like I have, <clears throat> I have like down moments. Uh, but I never get to like self hatred. I feel like I can, but I just never let myself do that. Um, but there were a few times when I would have had the self talk of "I hate myself," kind of thing. Um, but I would like cut that short. How do you cut it short? Because obviously you mentioned earlier as well, like not to like kind of like digress into a different part, but like obviously having a reaction as strong as throwing up when you didn't have good feedback from a client. No, but that's like in extreme well. situations. Yeah. Not like mm, Max, this could be improved. Like, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> just all the time. He's actually thrown up like seven times on this podcast. He yeah, yeah. just cut it out. But that's like an extreme reaction yeah i think like, it's like also a lot of things in my life changed really quickly and i'm like just trying to catch up um and i try to like not value things too much in a sense of like not holding on to like fame or like finance stuff just like if it goes to zero i'll still be happy i'm sure that i'll still be happy like a healthy detachment yeah it's like yeah because the worst thing that can ha happen is if you have a lot of stuff but you can't enjoy it because you're so scared to lose it yeah. And I feel like I kind of have that, like, tendency of, like, you know, protect, protect, protect. And I think that also, like, money doesn't like that. Kind of like, um, you know, if you, like, overprotect. It's like, like to me, I see I see a guy who's, like, overprotecting his girlfriend of, like, oh, you shouldn't post this. So, like, oh, like, don't go there or something like that. And it's, like, just too much. Whereas if you just, like, let it, oops, excuse me. If you just, like, let it go, I think there's going to be more like action and in the end you'll get where you want to be so same i think same with money and like same with like online stuff if you just like squeeze it too tight i don't think anything like that you you have to be like, like 
easy. Same with clients. Like, instead of hold, like they want to leave, okay, they can leave. Yeah, the one that is willing to walk away has the most power at the table. Yeah, probably, probably. That's a really good lesson. And final question that I have for you is going to be a takeaway for the people that are listening. So, when you said takeaway, I thought of food. (laughs) I'm hungry. I'm hungry too, actually. We've only had like grapes in our break. Um, For anybody who is an aspiring creator or maybe a creator who wants to take things to the next level, do you have one singular piece of advice that you would give them? Um, Make content as if there is no views and likes and you'll get to views and likes. Yeah, I think I think that's it's really hard to get into that position. And I'm I don't know even how to articulate this, but it's yeah, like these metrics are supposed to be the result of your creativity, not take them and reverse engineer the content. And also the moment when a creator stops enjoying the process, they have lost. Like I don't care if you have 70 million followers. If you don't enjoy it, I'm a better content creator than you because I enjoy it. And it's like, or, or someone is better than me if, if when I don't enjoy it and those types of things. Um, yeah, and also like don't, if, you know, you said aspiring, but let's say you're at the next kind of level, like the moment if you think that because you have followers, you are something, like I will spit at you. It's unbelievable how much it annoys me because I'm in touch with so many um, like creators and stuff, like the moment someone is kind of big headed, like it looks so ridiculous from the standpoint of anyone who has done at least something like that is worth talking about. Like they laugh at you. Like don't, don't think that you are something if you have followers, like you're a joke, you were a joke and now you're just a joke with followers and you will become a joke without followers if you keep doing the same thing. Um, that's another thing for like a, like mid-tier, I guess, creators in terms of followers, sometimes I just see that. And it's like a sure way to like mental health issues and like complete fallout in life Mm -hmm. is to think that that means anything. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. We've spent hours here. Do you want to let us know where everybody can find you online? So your socials, your name, um, your agency, stuff like that. Yeah, so my name is Max Klemenko, K-L-Y-M-E-N-K-O. Proud owner of a Ukrainian surname, so it's really difficult not to find me. <laughs> it's not too many Mexican mangoes. Um, not to confuse with a, in a an ex Ukrainian prosecutor in exile who whose name is uh, surname is also Klemenko. No relationship there. Definitely not him. Um, definitely not him. But yeah, um, yeah, you can you can try to kind of DM me and stuff. I do respond. So if you have any burning questions, uh, literally say burning question and a fire emoji. And I'll know you from this podcast and I'll respond. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Love you Thank so you. much. Thank you. I will. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found it valuable or at least a little bit entertaining, be sure to like and subscribe on whichever platform you are either listening or viewing on. And if you're feeling really generous, then share it with a friend or two or all of them. 